Hi guys, today we have our first guest. This episode is literally so much fun. There's really no structure to it, but that's what makes it great. Also, my presets are available now. If you've been wondering how I edit my photos, you can go on my Instagram and find them. I'll also link them below. Okay, love you guys and enjoy the episode. Today's a fun, special day because my best friend Anna's here. We're gonna get loose. Um, it's approximately 10.04 a.m. Yeah, it's, it's Sunday morning. It's a great freaking vibe in here. The candles are lit, the other stuff is lit, and we are ready. The energy is delicious. Basically, I um, moved into my sorority house and out of my dorm when I was a freshman. So I lived in my dorm for the first semester, and then the second semester, I moved into Pi Five. But I was so happy that I moved out of there because I ended up meeting Megan and so Aww. many other amazing people, and it was a really good experience. So if you get the opportunity, I recommend it. But also, um, basically what happened was the day I was moving in, I was told I was rooming, moving in a room five. Like I texted the housing girl and she's like, yeah, room five, come bring all your stuff. And basically how it worked is we had like rooms where we had desks in our closets. This sounds really weird now that we talk about it like out loud. <laughs> like, this is what I wanted weird. to talk about like, sorority life with you so because like, you're like my number one person that experienced everything with me yeah definitely definitely and living in the pie fi house was like genuinely <laughs> one of the most so like much fun, just but the spectrum but also, like, insane the spectrum of emotions felt yes in that year that's a good um good way to put it i, don't I also even... think because like we were i think we we're all collectively like just really going through it yes. on top of living in the house which like just amplifies a lot of stuff and like there's just a lot that goes there on there are 50 girls who were living in the house yeah so just imagine five that. zero but, okay so let's i'm going to describe kind of back up yeah <clears throat> so basically we have rooms like we have the bottom part of the house which is like there's a living room and places to study and like sit and shit and like eat whatever like we have a dining area then you go upstairs and that's where all the rooms are in the sleeping porch. So in your room, you had your desk and your closets, like I said, and you usually shared from like probably like three to five, three to four. Three five. to four. Yeah, like just depending on how big the room was, how many desks were in there, and you had a day bed in your room. So it was like a couch. Basically a couch, but you could sleep on it. I always slept on the day bed, especially when I came home drunk, which I never <laughs> did, mom. I never did that. But <laughs> I, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely an interesting thing. So basically, I moved in. They told me to go into room five, so I'm bringing all my stuff to move in. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you guys. We had, I'm sorry, I'm so scatterbrained. But um, so we had those rooms, and then we also had a sleeping porch. And that's Yeah, we where need we to talk sleep. about the porch. Yeah, so it's called the porch. Like, it's the porch, and basically <clears throat> it's these. It's um, basically fucking hell on earth and literally no, a mental okay. ward. Megan and I have two different, very different perspectives on it because I actually literally loved the sleeping porch but it did look like it's i did like it but i can but okay um, so it's basically this admit giant, the insanity of it yes exactly <laughs> that's i agree it's this giant dark room with bunk beds it's dark 24 7 and cold 24 7 and quiet like you can't talk or be on your phone or be on your technology or like anything 
you can't have an alarm. So everybody's alarmed. Like people would get watches that would like buzz. But I just like had my phone on vibrate. I don't know. That woke me up. It was fine. But I don't know. Like going back to how yeah, we met. Yeah. Anyway, again. So basically, now that you have kind of the picture of what the house looked like, you can envision it. I walk <laughs> into this room five where I was told I was living. All my shit. I had like five suitcases, and my boyfriend at the time was like. <laughs> he was just like oh my god we much. really he's miss my, him we miss him he was my GDF, he's literally but also my boyfriend but that was a complicated situation he my boyfriend at the time um was helping me move in i had all my shit and i knock on the door and it's at like 10 a.m on a sunday so mind you everybody it was morning fucking hung over like nobody's having it and i knock on the door open and I'm like hi I'm Anna I'm moving into your room they're all sitting in their desk chairs whip around <coughs> stare at me and go no you're not and I was like oh okay like do you what like do you yeah. know where I'm living like whatever and then I was just like oh my god okay and then I feel like they felt bad um, <laughs> so then we did feel bad yeah you did feel bad because then I feel like because everybody was scared because I was the only freshman that lived in. Like, that's the other thing I feel like I didn't really clarify. So, it was kind of intimidating. Like, and I also didn't know anybody in my PC. So, let alone, like, anybody I feel was so older. bad. The way that Anna tells this story from her perspective <laughs> is so no, sad. No, but it ultimately, it's so funny because, like... I really wasn't that offended by it. Like I was just, I was more overwhelmed because I was like moving in. And so then I walk into my room and I was actually living with the president who had just got done like with her term being president of our sorority. So she usually was oh, yeah. in her room. So basically we were all a little scared of Stormy because she was the president, but she's literally an angel and she was the best she was roommate like, for Anna to have. I really loved Stormy. Like she was just- She's an icon. She's she a moment. She was just so nice to me. So- uh, yeah, and then the other person who lived with me, Maddie Sadlov, love you too. Oh, yeah. I really love Maddie, Maddie Sadlov to this day. She's just been, like, known to be the nicest girl. Yeah, Anna like, ended up, her. like, if she like, was... Like, with the two, like, nicest people. Not that not a lot of people were nice, but out of anybody, I think I was really grateful to have them. They were just really good, like, um, role models to, like, young little freshmen, maybe me. But ended up being amazing. Honestly, I think like the next day or even later that night or something, I don't remember when, but you guys just invited me into your room Aww. and I like, I don't even remember how it happened or like I walked in or something or like, no, I think you guys literally came in my room and like apologized or something. Like, I don't remember. <laughs> I hope so. You guys were really like, I remember being like, wow, they're really nice. Basically we, um. It was really fun that year. Like, we would all hang out. It was just, like, Megan's <laughs> Megan's roommates. And then me, like, I would always hang out in there. And, like, you know, sometimes there would just be, like... It was just, like, a a funny group It was, like, a sleepover because, every single day. Yeah, because, because... we lived in this dollhouse. We would literally go get up in the morning out of the sleeping porch. <laughs> and I would directly go into my, like, room and kind of get ready for the day, whatever, like... Oh, I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves, but basically I did. No, we're not really. I'm going to shout myself out because I introduced Megan and her current boyfriend <laughs> to date. And like, I love both of them dearly, but they, it's funny because. It's so weird. I how like it basically, I, my boyfriend at the time, like, knew 
can I just say Ethan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Ethan, Megan's boyfriend. So, like, we would all go. I was like, okay, Megan, we should go hang out with them (laughs) one night. And so then we went over there, and um, the rest is kind of just history, (laughs) honestly. We started just going over to their frat all the time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Literally home. I would Uber over there every (laughs) single night. And it's funny, too, because, like, Anna obviously liked going because her boyfriend was there. But my boyfriend didn't live in. He was a freshman. Oh, yeah. he lived in the dorm that I used to live in. So he liked going to hang out there, too. Yeah. He's like, frat house. And uh, my other roommate, Libby, literally, (laughs) it was, like, her favorite fucking thing. And every day when we started going... She would, uh, like, she would wait for that. Yes. I remember she, she would like, wait. Anna, are you ready to go? Yeah. She, it was so funny. It was so funny. She'd be like, Megan, has Ethan texted you yet? Like, can we go hang out? <laughs> and we would just wait for him to text me <laughs> and go hang out there all night. And we would come home and everyone would be like, where the fuck were you guys? <laughs> yeah. And everybody knew because we would go over there and like, huge sweatshirts and like yeah. our glasses on freshly showered like, yeah we it was just classic like it was mm-hmm. always the three of us we were always going over there and sometimes Sarah would come <laughs> into the mix or we'd go yeah like we do stuff with her too but it was so funny because <laughs> it just became like routine and then mm-hmm. they started dating then we just fell in love yeah yeah real and quick basically fast forward <laughs> I broke up with that boyfriend <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wish him the best. Um, yeah, we love us, him. We miss you. We literally we love him. Out. Absolutely no hard feelings whatsoever. Megan's saying this on my behalf, but and my behalf. behalf. Um, her boy, ex boyfriend and I had a class together. It was yeah, econ. Was econ. econ, yeah. And, <laughs> and he never. Did yeah, he anything. eventually stopped showing up for that one. Ugh, I know, but basically, <laughs> I I met my ex-boyfriend through him my other ex-boyfriend through (laughs) (laughs) okay I met I met the first one independently of Ethan but I met Ethan through that one and then whatever so it's just like all this circular stuff um and so now our worlds are just like very intertwined no that doesn't make any sense so basically oh yeah okay fair (laughs) Anna's boyfriend in college or freshman year you can say his name probably. I don't think he's going to All right. Who cares? Jake. Seriously, we love you. Anna and Jake were <laughs> dating. And they were in the same, or Jake and Ethan, my boyfriend, were in the same fraternity. Blah, blah, blah. That's how we met. And he was a character. Anna's later boyfriend um, is one of Ethan's best friends. <laughs> Anna's later ex-boyfriend. <laughs> This it's very confusing because I don't, they we don't have even matching know. names and I don't want to talk yeah. about it. It's too much. It's too much. Basically he was Ethan's best friend too, so like Anna's always kind of been dating one of Ethan's friends, let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So but I've also But not in a weird liked way. Ethan independently of both of those. Yes. They people. were friends before. You know like I, I knew him Everybody listening yeah. is probably gonna be like, Anna's gonna fuck your boyfriend. <laughs> But no, um, we're act. <laughs> um, people love to like make such quick assumptions about relationships. We're just trying to give you context, but the way that we cannot explain anything really doesn't fucking help. No, it doesn't. But and yeah, basically, the I don't point even I was know. trying to get at is we've been in each other's lives for a while. Like it's really yes. funny. Like 
we just have a lot of shared memories yes. and experiences. Like, we've gotten to do a lot of things together. Aww. Like, we've gone to Colorado together. Like, we've been able to travel to... Did we go to California? Yeah, we went to LA and yeah. Florida. And you and I have gone to Grand Cayman together. Aww. Yeah, we've honestly... That was the nicest thing together. ever. Anna's family took me for that spring break because trip. her brother was dumb as fuck and said he didn't want to go and so they're like okay Anna you can bring a friend and I was like hmm. and I was like want to come <laughs> thank you box she was like okay I just want to I think we need to talk more about our experience in a sorority we both will give you a very 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 real and authentic and honestly probably um, a little bit different opinion on yeah things. Okay, so I guess why, like, let's start off, like, what did you, why did you want to join a sorority, and, like, what did you think, like, going through recruiting, like, what was your experience with that? Yeah, I, so I joined, if you guys don't know, I grew up in Michigan, and I spent my whole life in Ann Arbor, and so when I went to the University of Arizona, I didn't know anybody, and I wanted to obviously make friends, and say what you want, that you're paying for friends, I don't give a fuck. That's the stupidest argument ever because it's just like paying for like a club sport or any type of thing like that. Well, I never just, played. It's just like anything. You're with people who have shared interests. Yeah. And you're and paying for the events you have yeah. and the food you eat and, and events the house you live like in. Party because we, no. the frats throw them for free. That's what we're <laughs> paying for. Like, yeah. I don't know. We pay for like the experiences we get to yeah definitely in fraternities they have to pay for the parties and that's a different story but I don't give a shit about them and also I fraternities are horrible I will say that yeah that that's like and it's hard it's hard being grouped yeah yeah even though Pi Pi is technically it's hard to talk about Greek life for me because I do totally understand a lot of the uh, negative whatever like opinions on it and I agree but also I had a really good experience yeah so it's hard and that's kind of why I want to talk about it my lab partner I'm in nursing school right now and um my lab partner was joking with me because like you know we've known each other for quite some time now like we spend a lot of time together like we're always doing like all this school work and stuff like all these skills labs and whatnot and she um Basically, it was like, I told her the other day, she was like, you were in a sorority. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, girl, I was on the recruitment team yeah. of my sorority and on exec for two years. Like, I, I, yeah. I like loved being Which in is, it, but I'll, I guess I'll get into my story of it, but yeah. I'm going to let you finish okay. your, um, your, no, I wasn't going to say ramble, your, <laughs> not like ramble, your, um, yeah, whatever, whatever the Go fuck. On. I basically just wanted to make friends easily because I knew nobody and also I just like was interested in being a sorority I wanted the community it offered I thought I mean the houses at U of A are all gorgeous I was just Mm -hmm. obsessed with them honestly because like I said I like pretty things (laughs) like literally it was kind of just about like being girly almost and just having fun like I don't know it's harmless if you fucking ask me And in recruitment, I was such an anxious person then. And it's so funny because, like, I planned my recruitment outfits, like, six months before it. I did the same thing. (laughs) 
I should post my recruitment oh outfits. Oh my god, same. They were so all. Oh mm, they were ugly. We can post them too. Just I think maybe like one of them I would still wear today. Maybe. It was bad. I was just really trying to look classy, and now I don't think you know. I'm not. I'm not even gonna get into that. But I basically wasn't really dressing in my true style because I didn't want to look provocative. Because you're not really. That's not the goal like, of recruitment is to look sexy as fuck, you know? No, you dress like, you dress nice. You're going to brunch with your grandma kind of vibe. Yeah. But also make it cute. And that's really hard to do yeah. when you have no sense of style, and which I did trendy, back then. make it yeah. to your style. It's hard, honestly. And so I was like, that was a huge part of it. Like p- picking your outfits for recruitment is like a huge thing because it's also different what you wear every round. It's so fucking bizarre. But I genuinely was a wreck that week because I don't do well when I'm um, not having a lot of sleep and you have to wake up at like 5 a.m. so you can do your hair and makeup every day and be ready at 8 a.m. Sorry. Um, so I feel like I cried a lot, but <laughs> in general, I, I was kind of just telling myself like, the cliche that everybody says that, you know, it's going to work out how it's supposed to trust the process. And I, I did a lot of like research, you could call it on the sororities before recruitment, just trying to pick up on like what kind of girls were in each house. And I kind of always knew that I wanted Pi Fi, which sounds so fucking like dumb and cliche. And you guys have to know, I am like not this big pie pie cheerleader girl like (laughs) I stopped fucking caring about it basically after I moved out like it wasn't even in my Instagram bio well well, it's like I when you're like trying to move on yeah once you hit junior year you really in college and you're turned 21 and you can go to the bars you really we were both still in it until the end but it was like there's fun stuff to do as a senior and all that but it, it you're also like, why do I have to go to Monday? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like it's I was not some thing. diehard person, but freshman year yeah. for sure. And that's totally what I needed. And that's kind yeah. of why I joined. And I was super involved freshman year. Like, and I loved it. Yeah, it was great for people, me. I, a lot of people get that same experience from it. And when I say that, I mean like I would go to a bunch of volunteering events, um, and just like hang out at the house all the time, like go eat all my meals there. It's good. Talk to, to have... everybody at the house. Go to all our little sisterhood events, which was just like watching movies or eating fucking candy, basically. So at U of A, too, I think a lot of colleges, at least in the Midwest and stuff, they have a lot of like mixers with the fraternities and sororities. And so they'll have parties like every week. And they'll be like, which frat are you mixing with? And I was like, I don't know what that fucking means. So, like, all we would have within Pi Fi, the only parties we had, we just had two events a semester where you could bring either a friend or a guy or whatever. My point of saying this is that, like, we weren't as involved with any frats specifically. And I liked that because I... I don't know. I was scared of going out freshman year. Yeah, me too. 
I was scared of meeting scary frat boys. Like, fuck, they're well, intimidating. It's, it's intimidating. And the all the girls, like the girls U of A, literally has the sexiest, most beautiful fucking girls and in the so entire country. Trendy, like it's, it's actually ridiculous. It's so, you know, we should actually talk about that right now because I don't care where this episode is going. Like the pressures at U of A to be skinny and tan and blonde, <laughs> which... Or to be pr just pretty and have gorgeous hair. And there's a lot of body image pressure. And I think a lot yes. of girls feel that way. And like, it's really hard. You have I to constantly have a cute outfit. And yes. Like, you know, like... This is actually so thing, interesting you know? because I was talking about this on my episode about the trend cycle and everything and I was saying why did I feel the need to have a new outfit going out in college every night who was I trying to impress duh it was the other girls I'm trying to be like as cool yeah. as this fucking girl because, in line next yes. to me because that's like how you rate your freaking self-worth literally and like you go to it's I mean, sad you go to class and you're in a big t-shirt and shorts but some girl is wearing like a way cuter t-shirt and her sneakers are like perfectly have, white like, gucci on them and like they're white and like she and has her on, hair is curled her hair is curled and like gosh i'm just not that i've n okay so i never went to class looking good i don't know good. about you yeah i actually do i looked you. beat but basically listen to this anna says I, yeah i actually did see I, what you looked I, like I, listen, class. I do know about you because listen i was the same way i never looked cute for class no i actually love u of a campus yeah, it's so small I, it. I do too you know what me and my friend aaron were talking about the other day you know aaron obviously yes. so <laughs> we were saying like i feel i almost like realized that I kind of have like grown up a little bit because, well, okay, if we had didn't mention this before, I'm a year younger than Megan. So oh, I yeah. just graduated in May. Megan graduated last May in 2020. Or yeah, I graduated. Yeah. So um, my friend Erin and I were talking, we were like, I know I'm not upset anymore. Like it's so sad to see everybody going back to school and seeing all the stories and just not being there, you know, like it's not ours anymore. But at the same time, like, I don't really miss it. Like, yes. if I were there, I feel like the person I am right now, like, I wouldn't be happy in that Aww. situation. Like, I like, I'm really so grateful for those memories and, like, who I was then. But, like, not that I'm, like, some changed No, person. but that's really true. But you know what I mean? Like, and I, I felt that I exact way. Right now, you know? I actually had that exact realization, like, literally a year ago. I feel <laughs> like because I moved so yeah you see all the videos after um after i graduated i moved back home to michigan for the summer and then last september i moved back here to oral valley which is just like north of tucson to live with some of my family so i could get a job and save some money before getting an apartment whatnot and so i was basically living outside of Tucson and I would go down there to take pictures because that's where I knew good spots at <laughs> and Oral Valley is like just dirt and old people but when I would go down to Tucson I was like you know driving around campus literally right by my house senior year all of that stuff and I was like having the same realization like I don't even miss this anymore like 
Yeah. I am so over this. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Of course, it, I feel nostalgic not, toward it, but no. Like, it's not ours anymore. Like, yeah. It's, it, like, I'm so, like, I'm so, I look back so fondly on those memories, like, of when it was ours and it was, like, our time to be there. Living next to all of our friends and, like, all of that kind of stuff, you know? Like, I really do Yeah, that. no, same. But luckily, we live very close. The thing True. is, Anna and I both live alone right now. But personally, I don't know if I would actually survive living alone no. if she wasn't so close. Yeah, we live because when I was <laughs> looking for apartments, it was very, very rushed. I basically had like super limited amount of time to find like the perfect place that would like be close to where I needed to be and like cover my lease for as long as I need. Whatever, very complicated. But I ended up looking at like five different places that suited my needs and like, all the other ones, I was just like, ugh, like, they're kind of boof. But then I came to this one, and it was in my price range, and I just loved it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, perfect. And I looked at Megan's location because I was like, oh, my gosh, I wonder how close she lives to here. So I tracked her location, and I saw her here, and I was like, oh, my God. I called her. I was like, do you live here? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. And I was like, bro, I'm about to sign a lease there. And she was like, what up? So, yeah, that's something I'm, I literally sent you and Lauren a voice memo about this, haha, <laughs> about voice that memos. this morning, because we were literally talking about that this morning. There <laughs> needs to have a whole episode, like, yes. about us talking about, like, our friendship with her. We're so fucking annoying, dude. We need to keep Why? In talk with what we were talking about. <laughs> Why? <laughs> People always say that they want, like, a girl chat fun episode so you know what that's what you're getting I'm literally cracking my toes. and this is what it's like to hang out with me and anna take it or leave it take i feel it or fucking leave it. <laughs> okay. i think some of you might take it come hang out you can come hang out um but okay. yeah sometimes we I feel like we're being like, we're crackheads. No, like, we're, we're so, not usually no, like please don't get the wrong idea. We're not, we're not. We are not those not, clicky motherfuckers uh, who are so goddamn fucking annoying that you want to cut your head off when you're hanging out. Maybe, well, oh. you know, maybe we are, but yeah, nobody's told us. me that yet. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah, let me know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody starts attacking us. <laughs> Oh, They're like, yeah, you guys <laughs> seriously get on my goddamn no, fucking nerves. We're, we're like funny. Also, the other <laughs> thing is, we just like talk about nothing for literally so yeah, long. Yeah, that's basically the point of this episode. I feel like that's literally what I should title it. Talk about nothing for <laughs> so Me and long. Anna. <laughs> what it's like because me and Anna. that's like literally what's going on and you know maybe we should um come back and one day we, we can definitely have a more structured episode because we can talk about literally any topic ever and yes. it's so much fun I'm so glad we're doing this I've been wanting Anna to be on but I didn't want to bombard her <laughs> because she's doing her nursing school and it's fucking intense <laughs> I don't know how the fuck she's doing that stuff. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, do you want to talk about nursing school? And I'm like, wait, we literally, like, started talking about Pi Pi and then, like, never finished saying <laughs> anything <laughs> about Pi Pi. <laughs> like, how did we get here? We want to talk about Pi Pi. Yeah, we need to back up. Okay, I want to talk about Pi Pi. 
there's so many levels, like Anna was saying, to our friendship. It's so many different stories that we want to tell. It's like when we start telling one story, it just leads into another and another and another and another and another. Yeah, it's just like... And it never stops. So maybe we should have sat down and planned this. Um, we wanted to just be like, let's do it on a whim. Like, like, it's Sunday morning. It's we, a beautiful like, day. Yeah, no. This episode has been a fucking disaster. I don't know. Clearly, there was absolutely zero thought put into the structure of this episode. But, like, that's just, just really... Just <laughs> What did you just say? What did you just say? <laughs> just title it, uh, bleh. Oh. Like, blah. No, like... I'm not titling it. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, high five. This is my authentic self. Why the fuck not put it on the internet? I literally don't give a fuck. And that's how, you know, that's what I say in every episode. I know you guys have heard it enough. But really, everybody, let's pause and do a visualization. Picture the earth and then picture it as a tiny little dot. And then realize you're on that tiny little dot. And you're it fucking... <laughs> Even tinier dot. <laughs> and I'm that dot. And at the end of the day, nothing matters. So do whatever you want. Let's continue. This is literally just literally how she is in real life. I'm even a ploy. It just <laughs> a ploy. <laughs> no, it's seriously. It's not a scam. It's you know, not. some people are a scam. Yeah, some people try to act like they're like quirky or something for the internet. And I actually am on the other side where I suppress that part of myself and I'm done That's doing true. that. I'm fucking done doing that because I see so many <laughs> I see so many funny people and I'm like I'm funny. <laughs> like fuck, I need to show it. Or is it that I just think you're funny? Well, I don't know. At least we both have like <laughs> each other to validate. No, I think you're And we funny. have like a few other people. Yeah. I just saw a butterfly out of the window. Was it a moth or a butterfly? No, it was a yellow butterfly. Okay. Ew, Anna. Dude, there was a huge <laughs> fucking moth that was in that spider web outside. Anna has a fear of moths, and they have been attacking in Arizona for the past, like, two months. Like, All right, Pi-Fi. <laughs> I want okay. you to talk about what it's like being on exec. Okay. And by that, I mean being on the, like, um, bored yeah. uh, it's like okay, quote so unquote of pi-fi i guess going back to kind of like why i joined a sorority and stuff my experience was a little bit different from megan's because i <laughs> literally knew nothing about any of the sororities i knew nothing about anybody i remember one of my friends from high school his older sister I remember talking to her about it because she was a senior at the U of A and so she was in a sorority and like she was kind of helping me through and like telling me kind of what the recruitment process or rush process was like or whatever um, and I don't know I ended up just kind of last minute doing it and I don't know it was I regretted it my first semester not regretted it but I just wasn't super involved in it I guess because I was super kind of like there's just a lot going on behind the scenes elsewhere. And 
I wasn't super involved, but then as soon as I moved in and started living in, I got really involved. I think because I started meeting so many girls who were older, like Megan and, you know, Libby and Sarah and like all these other girls that lived in, like instantly became my closest friends. This, I guess this is a good little side tangent, but keep me on the track. Basically my big was the one person before I'd ever met Megan or Libby or Sarah, anybody who I met living in, she was literally the one fucking like friend and not even just like friend. Like she was like, we started, we met because of big and little. I don't know. I feel like we're just like, soul. yeah, you guys like, are so, so, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Not even like in that way, but like, we're just no, very you similar. Guys are. Like, and it's funny because basically what you do when you have a big little we did it first semester and it's a girl who is who like rushed the year before you so she's in the pc above you and she kind of like takes you under her wing and you do this whole like big little reveal and we do it as a surprise so lauren like completely tricked me she's really like i still look up to her she's just such a cool person like she literally lives in she's such an icon like, she's the she just fucking coolest been, like, person so, ever so, yeah like herself yes, and yes. like so cool and like yeah she actually like has always taken the best pictures like you too Megan like, I'm gonna both... tag her on in this episode and just so you can go follow it's funny her because Lauren and Megan I don't mean to like diss your friendship or anything like that like at all but what I mean, mean like you guys weren't as close of friends oh no no, no. Until we didn't really know each other later, until like junior she, senior it was year. so fun because I was super close with Lauren and then I became super close with Megan as well and then those friendships, like you guys started. We were your like organically. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Which made me so happy because, like, I love both of you so much and I think your personalities go well together. I like, literally did it because I always I thought that, Lauren like, was so yes, cool and I was yes. like intimidated. I was like, she's not going to want to be friends with me. No, Lauren is so, like, but <laughs> I'm, she's we're trying to one of my like, other she's best so cool, friends. But she's, oh. she's just like. I don't know, like, she's a very, like, genuine person. I think we were inspired to record today because we were Literally chatting with her. Lauren all morning with our voice memos. I want Lauren to, like, <laughs> I want Lauren to in, come in. But we literally, like, just kind of going back to the whole big little thing just to keep us on track. Yeah. I love, I just, like, that she was really someone who influenced my freshman year in such a positive yeah. regard. And, like, Thank especially God my first her. semester, like, I just like thank god for lauren like <laughs> i have no idea what i would have done without her like Aww. i think she just even though i think she would say now i don't want to put words in her mouth but i think she would say like oh i didn't feel like you know she was going through things with her life and like her boyfriend or like whatever she was going through so maybe she didn't feel like she was this icon role model but she was to me and like she did so much in that regard and then like Aww. when I met you guys that was really good too like I had your influence on my life and like I just felt so much happier so like my experience in my story even that first year finding those very close friendships was absolutely worth it to me and then yeah. I went through the other side of recruitment where you are the recruiter like for your sorority as a sophomore and I ended up really liking it because it forced me to go only hang out with girls in my sorority <laughs> and my PC specifically, like we had to learn how to do recruitment, whatever. So we had to do practices and I wasn't like, I didn't have any friends. Like I didn't know anybody. I came from Colorado. I didn't know literally anybody. Like I felt like everybody knew each other from high school and, 
or because like, you I were just, just kind friends been... with me and Libby and Sarah and Lauren and stuff. Yeah, right. Because... You were friends with us a year older than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so I we weren't like at these kind, kind of things. Of, I I kind of had it. I also had a lot of anxiety. Like, there's a lot going on behind the scenes, obviously. But well, I felt like in my head, I built it up like people. I had some things happen with my friends from high school, just like with the whole sorority thing. They thought like I like was a bad person because I was in a sorority, which I guess like <laughs> to go, oh, excuse me, to go back to that, like everybody has a different opinion on a sorority. And that is so like, again, that is completely fine with yeah. me. But like, you know, my opinion was I had a positive experience and that's I, what I like, want to share. Yeah. And that's what I want to share with you. And like, I guess if it didn't like I'm not encouraging you to do it like do it if you want to if you don't want to do don't do it like but I will but I encourage you to join something where you're meeting people and going out of your comfort zone like and during those recruitment practices like okay it sounds stupid but like you had to go sit with people you didn't know like I was forced to have conversations it's like starting like high school all over again it is like you know nobody or I know I knew nobody and girls can be clicky as hell for sure especially freshman year my entire pc oh my god yeah your pc was really bad was like Literally half of them were like the worst people ever. <laughs> really, they thought they were. They were us, yes, like they, they, they thought they were like, literally they they like. Ruled, they were like the mean girls. Like mm-hmm. they, they thought they ruled the school. So like again, sororities <laughs> so funny. have great people and them wonderful, wonderful people. Like people who will be in my wedding. Like yes. who will be with me till the day I die. Like kind of people. And then I've also met people that I'm like, well, you know what? I'm. I, Sayonara, I'm happy that I yes. probably will never but have to see you again. The but thing is, fine. that happens with everything That happens in life. whether you're in a classroom, whether you join a in club, your job, you join a job, a sports team, like anywhere, you your go. roommates, yes. anything. Yes. Anytime you're going to have to deal with people that you don't fucking like. And, I think and it, it sucks when they think also. they're better than you and shit on you and exclude you. It really does suck. But you have to remind yourself, no, I'm actually the better one. You're literally a big fucking loser. But also, <laughs> the thing is, like, I think it also teaches you well, yes. priorities. Like, okay, do I really care what this mean girl mm-hmm. thinks of me? Mm-hmm. Or, like, like, really, why do why do I care so much that they didn't invite me to pregame? You know? Like, me and my friends realized that. Okay, so then I, I guess I kind of jumped ahead. During my year of recruiting, I met... Now my closest, like, best friends also who were in my PC, like, it was really nice because I finally felt included in my PC at that time. Like, I met everybody, and I also felt included by the older girls, and I was then encouraged to, like, run for exec, and so I, not, like, I wasn't on, like, exec exec, but I was the health advocate, so. Oh, I forgot you yeah. did that. So, basically, I, the health advocate... I don't know if they have this at other schools, but they probably do, like, we're a similar position. But I would just go, I took this class, and, like, we learned a lot of amazing things, honestly, like, health prevention, a lot of public health stuff. Like, um, I don't know, we learned how to, like, reverse an opioid overdose. Like, we got trained oh. on that. Like, I don't know, it was really cool. And I actually was required to give, I think it was three presentations this semester, but I only did one because... I, it was just like a lot of I like didn't I was too anxious to do because she had to do them at chapter I had to do them in when front of nobody's listening chapter. and nobody gives a it's flying so fuck it's so scary so we'd have a chapter and like I would have to go up and give a presentation it's just 
Like, giving presentation in front of anyone is scary, but in a huge lecture hall in front of 300 people, doesn't matter who they are. 300 girls who are literally don't want to be there. Yeah, 300 (laughs) girls who don't want to be there or listen to your presentation on, like, why vaping is bad. Like Yeah, or why they shouldn't have used Adderall. But whatever. I really liked it because I liked feeling... Honestly, it gave me really good confidence, I think, and I liked meeting a lot of people. I've always been somebody that I like people like I like meeting people Pi-Fi gave me so much confidence that sounds really That's, stupid too no, but it's stupid, true but like it is specifically because recruitment because I think you meet a lot of people and you realize like wow I'm not that different or I'm not that like weird or I'm not that whatever like I just like and it's all you also realize it's not like that scary to yeah. put yourself out there and, and that and usually people have a good reception of you. yeah yeah and if for you're sure. confident people perceive that they really do like Anybody who knew me in high school, like, up to a certain point, I was just, like, not confident. My, one of Same. My good friends from high school. Even through college. Says, like, this didn't happen to me until, like, junior, senior year. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think I started gaining confidence more, like, in college because I realized that I could, like, make friends and, like, I could really just, like... Be who you, know, you are. Yeah, just be who I wanted to be. And not try and fit in. Yeah, I went to a really small high school, so it was, like, you know... But whatever, I, I really enjoyed my experience and meeting those friends that I have now, like, they just really impacted my life positively. So I don't know, like, being in a sorority was very much a, um, it's very much a cliche and there were a lot of things that were cliche. Oh, it really so is. I guess going on, because I had such a good experience in recruitment, I honestly was, not to be like, I was good at it, but like. No, but you naturally are. I because love talking to people. So during recruitment, people. you know, those terrifying videos of, like, the girls dancing Dan- and singing. Dancing. I don't think we even do that anymore. And now it's, like, fucking Zoom recruitment mm-hmm. anyway. But um, we had that my year. But thank God we don't have, like, 8,000 people lined up. It's just, like, 10 of us. But, yeah, it's still scary. Or at least 10 in front of the door. Yeah. But um, you have to go up to the door and introduce yourself and say, hi, I'm Megan. Welcome to Pi Fi. And it's like, and like you feel like name. a fucking Barbie doll idiot. It's very formal. And like if you're not, like very if formal. you're not a naturally outgoing, uppity, smiling person, which I am not, <laughs> it's so hard. But Anna is. And so that's what she's saying. Like, she's not even being fucking egotistical no no like she I just, just has the personality that's literally made for recruitment like i like i like talking to people so it's, which is a good thing it was easy easy to do that too. yeah like when i was talking to girls i liked like it mm-hmm. was fun i liked it so then um or even girls i didn't necessarily like vibe with like it's it's always interesting like meeting different people i think so I recruitment know. gives you like fucking it. amazing communication skills it do- and you learn honestly like a lot of a lot of like confidence things and like, yes. you learn to not take people's opinions too seriously of you and it's also low-key confidence boost because it's a weird th- it's a weird thing because it's like hard we want these girls just as much as they want us, yes if that makes sense like yeah it, and people don't always realize that but yeah so I when guess, like, you're on the side of recruitment like as a freshman or sophomore whatever you're trying to get into a sorority you're like, oh my god, I'm so nervous. Like, they're not gonna want me. But well, in least, reality, this is how it is at U of A for sure. Well, I think it's like that everywhere. I don't mm-hmm. know. But yeah, in reality, so. like in 
I guess, yeah, maybe they're like, fuck you. But at U of A, true, recruitment is crazy at like Texas and Alabama, Mm -hmm. I have no idea. But at U of A, if you're in the sorority, we're literally like, oh my God, we need to get every single freaking cutie that walks in the door, but not even if you just smile and have a, like, if you're just cute, chill like, and like excited, you're like, just like you hey want, like i'm if you want i'm us, megan we want you like that's the thing you're just like, like yeah like i want to be friends well, it's like cool point. sold <laughs> but like the thing is um we're just as nervous yes. on the recruitment side yes. Yes. and it's really 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 nerve-wracking to have to go down there because we want to impress these people it sounds it's, so dumb but it's like so stupid but it's i think people who are listening to like, this like will be interested in learning so they tell you to go like where you feel and also I just wanted to say like I ended up loving recruitment so much the next year I ran for the recruitment team and ended up getting a position on it and our whole exec structure kind of changed became the leadership team instead of exec (laughs) whatever but and then COVID hit and yeah go virtual and I you guys have any questions on that? Like yeah, Anna did virtual recruitment. I, I'm not going to tell you, like, it. I can't, like, share all yeah. the secrets, like, obviously, but I, like, if you have any questions from my side, like, it's, it was very interesting for sure. Um, Shit, could you share what it was like? Because, so, uh, like, obviously, when I went through recruitment, it was in real life. Yeah, me too. And, yeah, and so... And the first you're just going to the houses and we're like talking to people it's kind of crazy but and you watch the door songs and it it's feels super so, oh yeah 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 <laughs> it's it's honestly yeah, chaotic it, it is, is. Like, but nobody really and talks you have to it. um line up like perfectly in front mm-hmm. of the houses beforehand and be dead silent yeah and the girls inside have to be dead silent Two yeah it's a silence it's and so weird. Open. You sing your song and you welcome them in <laughs> formally one at a time like jesus call it's their so name. weird like, it's very weird but, but what was it like doing it online? It, it was just hard because the whole, I don't really know when you are a PNM, potential new member, a girl rushing, you don't really know how much work goes in behind the scenes of recruitment. For fraternities, at least at the U of A, they do, they literally like guys walk in and they're like, Hey, hey brother like, <laughs> they drink some fucking beer they drink they they smash a like we have to be and like boom they're in like we have to be completely sober for the week before and week of recruitment two we had to it was yeah. for like three weeks we had to be sober like really? we had to be sober for work week recruitment two weeks and then um wasn't there another week oh never mind so Whatever. this week I was not no, sober syllabus so week. <laughs> Whatever. So it, it was just hard because there was this whole behind the scenes stuff, just like, you know, like how everything works. And, you know, there's a lot of girls that like would come in and like we, you do know like things about, everybody always says that, like, you know, like the girls that are coming in. Well, obviously we know who's coming, who's rushing because we get a list of girls. And so like, and they're in a specific order that are coming in. So, you know, like which girl is coming in so like you have her name but it's and, not like and we know where they went to high school yeah like and you, their gpa they put all of this stuff down like it's yeah. not like we're being creepy like they yeah they put in the application fill this out when they go through like they know they're giving us this mm-hmm. information but like it we do know you're coming like and and we want we want them to feel welcome meaning like mm-hmm. make sure you know her name not like yeah. creepy like stuck her high school like stuck yeah her Instagram. not like that what's her boyfriend <laughs> look like. no 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 no. like well maybe some schools do that I, or like, maybe some sororities but, but we definitely we like, are very strict about shit because 
our like our alumni are very strict. Like, Pi Pi is very strict. I yes. would say nationally. Um, like some other. Not that that is a bad thing, but like we didn't yeah. get to. We didn't get partici- to break any goddamn rules. No, and we didn't get to participate in any of the. And by that events, I mean stupid ass sucks. rules. Yeah. Like, For example, yeah. one of the stupidest things is that everybody has philanthropy events. Um, like for for their well in sororities for their yeah. chapters, and every single sorority has because you have to get people to come mm-hmm. to raise money and obvi- and um people always do it like with the frats right yeah. how does that work like well they'll do you like just get Mr. them to buy tickets Mr. Alpha Fee, for example is like a huge fundraising event and, and it's literally like a guy's like contestant to be mr alba v and it's all the and fucking it's just like frat, frat guys sweethearts <laughs> fraternity sweethearts like we can't yeah yeah so basically for our philanthropies <laughs> we we aren't allowed to do <laughs> we aren't allowed to do any sort of competition Mm-mm. so we can't have any sport i was going to say every sorority has a sport like so that's alum, an example of the some of the stupid ass rules that we have from which, the literal 1800s it's just stupid it's like holy shit whatever I, it was just like what were how do we even start talking about the those rules oh for the recruitment stuff so i guess yeah. going back to the whole zoom thing like we basically had to restructure the entire, like, Zoom. Like, any, I can't talk. We had to restructure <laughs> the entirety of recruitment to be online and virtual. And we literally had to just find a platform, figure out how that was going to work. Like, meanwhile, not only not only is the sorority, but, like, Panhellenic, which is all, like... Greek life. Greek life, basically, had to decide how we were going to do this. Like... It's a huge thing because you have to make... There's, like, thousands of girls and yeah. boys, boys. They are boys <laughs> going through recruitment. And so it's, like, there's a lot of numbers and, like, making sure people are safe and getting where they need to go. And yeah. everybody's where they need to be and there's not too many people here. And then it turned into COVID where now we can only have a certain number of people in breakout rooms. Now we can't do... You know, like, if this girl wants to talk to this girl's sister and she's like, oh, my God, I know she's coming through. I want to talk to her. She can't talk to yeah, her. Yeah, she because... can't hop on her fucking Zoom call. Yeah, that's, like, weird. Ugh. So, I, it's, it was just, like, such a such a very strange, like, yeah. thing. And it was very, very hard. Like, I will say I have to give a lot of credit to um, our VP recruitment. Her name was Sammy. She did a lot of behind the scenes at the computer work and stuff. Like, I literally don't understand excel like i I don't get it like i could like add on it but that's probably the extent of my knowledge and that was her major like she's so good at it so there's a lot of shit you have to do behind the scenes like with excel and like all this stuff and transfer there's so much like data like like literal data like transfer and like analysis and like it's just a lot like there's a lot of numbers it's fucking bizarre it's a lot so it's hard to analyze too and like she was really good at it and so she did a really great job and we had this girl, luckily who was like, she's literally an engineering major. She's so smart. This is what I'm saying. Like girls that I probably would have never probably mm-hmm. been friends with just because we have different majors or different interests, mm-hmm. like different clubs. We came friends. together because of this and they're some of my yeah. closest friends or I admire them to this day because like, I don't know, they're just cool people. And I know like, that's the other thing. We have so many connections, especially yes. for me for nursing. It feels really great to know. People always say that and it sounds dumb, but... And I told that was one of the reasons I wanted to do it. It's true because you... And also, even if you don't know somebody, you can go to any city mm-hmm. and like 
join like some sort of like pi-fi club and and like, you'll know you have at least something in common with these women and that's the thing is like girls whatever i'm we, i'm picturing this as group, like a 30 year old man doing is, this this is like me saying this as somebody who is part of the recruitment team like it's gonna sound a little robotic but it is true we want to recruit based off of our values like girls who have similar values. yeah like that's at the end of the day like, it's not so about what saying, you look like or anything we're saying, like if you come in and you're smiling and you're cute and you're so happy to be there like and you want us like yeah. we want you yeah that's really the, the simplicity time, of it the only time that it doesn't work out and girls will say like well how does that work because i got dropped like I, I really wanted this sorority like and then i got dropped and it grades is yeah. a big one and the other thing is i was just talking about this it is numbers game like it's yeah full-on numbers game like it, it has sucks. a lot to do there's like there's different um points or whatever values you assign to like grades or whatever that yeah. like also affects you like get points how for like your volunteering in high school yeah how you're you're ranked in the list of like and it's whatever. nothing superficial like it's like literally stuff like length. that like literally es- it's like especially well, for girl, pi-fi we have one of the highest um gpa like so cut you, off. you want to recruit girls who have this gpa so basically if you don't have this gpa you can't get in it it's sounds- literally our nationals who decide that yeah, like it's, it's not, not up, to, up us. to us whatsoever and like if that's, we wanted I to wanted have to go pi-fi because i liked that they had a higher gpa because i was really focused on school like i wanted to go to nursing school so i wanted to meet girls that yeah, were also same. you know engineering major nursing major who were smart same like, that's literally why i wanted really to do pi-fi too because yeah I, I yeah I had like a three eight or something in college and yeah, you were so smart. freshman year I was a nutrition major and I studied so much so I felt the same way I was like I don't want to be around girls not that there's anything wrong with going out and now no, looking yeah, back now looking back I wish I went out more and didn't do this but at the time I was a cautious little nerd and same. I was like I want to be around girls who value their Liking Which, education. Pi-Fi doesn't have girls that go out like. Uh, yeah, me. of course. It, that's why I love Pi-Fi because it's a very good mixture. Yeah, and or at you least get at our school and at our. Time, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like uh, yeah, our chapter. This was like our era of it that we just loved it, and like, you know, honestly, we're we're now removed from it. I'm like. You know what I was gonna say earlier, and it's it, weird. It comes back in right now. Is that. Like, we literally went to school at the perfect time, mm-hmm. specifically to U of A, because yeah. Greek life has honestly gone so downhill we used to do so many compared fun to, like, things. how it was my freshman year, sophomore year. So much fun. Because like, we would have, it would things are just getting way more strict in general. Yeah. It's sad because I honestly... Feel like Greek life. It was like how it was in the movies. It was like it was like the movies. <laughs> you see movies, and that's I think why a lot of people go to you. Yeah, it literally. Very much is a tradi- especially if you are in a story. Not to say that if you are not, you don't get that experience. You you definitely yeah, you can, totally do. You can as long still as you just make frats, friends, whatever. Like yeah, but I'm just saying like a lot of people. Not there's not a ton of people in Greek life at U of A. It's like it's only like fifteen percent. I mean even less than that. Really, probably yeah. now. Yeah, like seriously, there's not a like not a lot of the population. Yeah, I think everybody thinks that literally the entire school is like in a frat. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's such no. a small percentage of no. the students at U of A. It's yeah. just like 
I don't want to say it's like a culture, but it's just like kind of how football is really big in the Midwest. That's kind of like how Greek life is out here. Yeah, like it's just it's just it's just like kind of what like runs like the fun of the school almost. I don't know. Everybody just I don't know. That's like all the mixers and all that. Like, but other people can come. Yeah, that's yeah. It's not closed off. That's why it's so fun. The the number one thing that I didn't like about being in a sorority was the fucking drama. Yeah. But when I learned to just separate from yeah. it, literally we call it Pi Fi Land. Yeah, Pi Fi Land. We're like, that's only real in Pi Fi Land. Yeah, it's like La La Land. Like, oh, Pi Fi Land is Pi-Fi not Land. real. It's like you think about it and you're like because when yes and some girl is mad because this is a great example not enough people went to the PC party (laughs) are you guys kidding me I mean that's not that was that's like a very petty like stupid example but that's exactly my point is like like stupid shit you're literally they literally make it seem like the end of the world and they're like like, you're ruining the reputation of Pi Beta Phi we both are saying we loved Pi Phi and I'm just literally trying to think of anything negative that I can think of and also near the end for me yeah and for you we weren't getting a lot like no especially during COVID yeah because during like, we COVID for like nothing <laughs> literally like, nothing we weren't with our friends we didn't get to use the house we didn't get our meal plan we didn't get anything yeah, Everybody all the events were canceled. All the events were canceled. Like, literally everything we paid yeah. for, we didn't get. And it Except sucked. for we had mandatory online chapters. Like, what really fucking like, sucked was... <laughs> but, of course... That yeah. for me, and I think majority of people, like, junior year, I was like, all right, I'm over this shit, you know, like I said before. But I was like, I want to stay in because I've been it this long. I've been in it this long, and senior year, you get to do all the fun senior stuff and learn all the traditions, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Well, guess fucking what? COVID literally ruined all of that. Yeah. And my PC ended up getting jack fucking shit. But and there was... the beginning of the year. Yeah, but that wasn't really to do with PiFi. Like, yes. I don't know. We didn't get anything that I was sticking out for. And yeah, that's, that's probably, like, a big regret for me. But also, obviously, nobody fucking saw COVID coming. And I guess, How like, could we have known? How, how would you explain to them, like, what, what you were looking forward to your senior year without, like, detailing We just everything. get to do a lot of, like, like senior fun week. senior... Yeah, we have this thing called Senior Week. You're and you just like, dress up in, like, stupid-ass <laughs> so outfits. Yeah, and, this, like, everybody, like, praises you. And you get to do just, like, like fun all your, shit all, all week. Like, your littles and your grand littles, like, get you a present yeah, each day. Yeah, you get like, to learn... And balloons and, like, silly little gifts. And you pass down silly You get to learn, like, and... the things from... Um, or, I don't know, you pass down those things, I guess, to the grade below you and like all of our secrets and it's like so fun because only we know it you know yeah and so like Anna's PC literally got didn't learn anything (laughs) because we weren't able to give that to them because we weren't so basically COVID like robbed PiFi of its traditions it's actually really sad it's really sad and now because our sorority specifically our chapter is what 150 years old Mm -hmm. or is that Wait, no, or is that just Pi Fi? No, that's 100. 100 and something years old. It's 104. 
war now? So literally there's yeah. been 104 years of girls there and like in we, our house we like lo- in that yeah. ta- specific like in Tucson <laughs> AZ Alpha like Pi Phi in Tucson our, that specific house with the creaky floors <laughs> like that is has been around and those traditions have been carried forward for that long and I people think maybe you think I'm talking about hazing and I no. really want to clear that no. that is not yeah I actually have about. said that before but I'll and say it again we had literally none never been hazed I was actually expecting life. it and I was like this the is bullshit the only time I've ever been hazed was by Megan O'Neill when I walked <laughs> in her room I said I'm and I'm moving you said no you're not <laughs> That's the only not on time. my watch but I'm just I'm obviously kidding but um like we do have like without exposing it like it's it's just fun like it's fun to know these things and you look forward to it as a freshman like there's this build up like you try to get your big to tell you and like even Lauren wouldn't tell me like she wouldn't tell me you wouldn't tell me I also never found out because I had a fucking accounting final the night that like oh, my yeah, grade true. got to do this so I don't even know anything either yeah I was just gonna say that's why it's funny that a lot of these secrets haven't really been revealed because people don't really like unless you really fucking hated your story but then it's like almost like it sounds fake you know what do you mean like people are like well girls would yell at me or whatever and it's like for drinking and like posting this on social media yeah well if you really reflect about it you doing you know schmo schmain off like <laughs> chad's butt crack you know at sigma apple pie is not the classiest vibe and then posting it on your story for the world to see regardless if you are in a sorority or not regardless if you are in a work form don't post that on the internet like i'm literally screaming it's just not at Shmo Shmain. Yeah, it's just not. <laughs> yeah, like, no, that's the point. Like, at some point, it does and, get and, ridiculous, and like, but also. You can't hold. You it have helps to be you. the person to hold yourself accountable, but yeah. I also think I like being held accountable. And here's the thing let me just say, I literally was such yeah. a little menace. I never did anything right, I feel mm-hmm. like, especially when I lived in, I was always getting into trouble. <laughs> we were always up to no good. And <laughs> can you get me some more water, too? Yeah. So what I was going to say was that I really, I honestly tried to get sent to standards and standards is basically like detention or something. I don't know, like going to the principal's office of a sorority, but like the point is like you can still fuck around and have a lot of fun and you won't get in any trouble. Like I never got in trouble for anything. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't careful by any means. So it's like, I said, it's some, not, but also some... that's just our chapter. And just so depends on where you go to school. Yeah. Like, if you want to do it and, like, if that's common or whatever. Like, it just yeah. is so circumstantial. Like, it's hard to just judge an entire, like, group of people based off of, like, one stereotype you hear, I guess. From, like, one chapter from one school or whatever. Like, it, it I don't know. It's definitely different experiences for everybody. So. Yeah, I think that's just the important thing to keep in mind. And if you are not enjoying it or you feel like this is something that, like, is wrong or, like, this is, like... I don't know. I don't know. Like, I've heard horrible That's so valid. And I don't doubt that they have yeah. happened. Like, at all. And I know that there are some true stories out there. And I don't doubt them. Like, I don't mean to diminish those. Yeah, 100%. I'm just saying that was not our experience. Right. And, you know, like, I nobody that I know from U of A had an experience like that. Regardless of the chapter they were in. You know? Like, I'm trying to think I, like, if any of my friends knew, really least. had an issue. And I don't think so either. I don't to speak for everybody. 
Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, one of my best friends, like, dropped out of Pi Phi our junior year. And because she, she was just over the drama, same as me. She was like, fuck this. And nothing changed with our friendship ever. She's still one of my very close and most dearest friends ever. I don't know, like nothing's, that just goes to show like it's all really about preference in the end and like she wasn't really getting anything from it anymore, but it didn't, and it didn't affect our friendship suddenly because she's not a pipe anymore. Like I don't give a fuck that she dropped and she didn't care that I stayed in. Like, you know, just being in pi-fi specifically was so important for so many things in my life to unfold like meeting Anna and Lauren and my boyfriend and Tess and Courtney and all these other people and just for the jobs I ended up getting and all of the shit like I can just tell how I don't know it impacted the rest of my life and if you're not in one you don't end up in it like that's just how it's meant to be and you'll find that community in your workplace or volunteering or your family or other ways or sports or yes other or other clubs yeah because like a lot of people find yes. the same camaraderie through, like, yeah sports, sports. <laughs> yes like sports is the <laughs> best way to do it i'm literally like i'm just megan and i have, I have the same issue that <laughs> i'm not coordinated to our like, <laughs> yeah like so. we cannot control our, our limbs have no hand-eye coordination whatsoever but exactly like you'll find it somewhere else and it's not anything to be discouraged about. It's just not meant for you, and that's okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you'll find your spot. It's okay, and you will make friends. We tried to, you know, stay on track, and we ended up talking for over three hours, drinking two beers, and it's 1.30 p.m., and this is all we've done. So, on that note, <laughs> I think I'm going to just... Um, <laughs> get on with my day.